Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of my worship, see my worship, all of my worship, I will be your hearts out to him this morning. My God. And breathing I will always worship you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You mean so much to me. You mean so much to me. You mean so, so much to me my god you mean so much to me thank you thank you thank you thank you you are my beginning you are my end my god you are my way maker you are my peace you are my strength my god my heart belongs to you my god just pour your heart out before him don't withhold anything tell him how you Feel about him this morning. My God. Always worship you. My God. I turn that on flesh right now. In Jesus' name. Breathing. Tell him, make it personal. Make it so personal this morning. I I will bless you. I will always worship worship you. I will always glorify you. My God, all of my worship. Hey, Carmen Harris. Here's my worship. Oh, all of my worship. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I owe you my life. 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 You are my strength. You are my reasonable portion. You are all I need. My God. I lack nothing. You give me all I need. My God, there shall be no other God before you. 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 You are more than enough for Lakeisha. (laughs) 
You are more than enough for Lakeisha. You are more than enough for Lakeisha. My God, I am complete in you. My God, you are my kinsman redeemer. You are my strength. You are my love. You are, you are just everything. I love you so much, Daddy. I love you so much. Thank you for being a good protector. Thank you for being a good provider. Thank you for just for being God in my life. Thank you for the way you favor me. Thank you for the way you love me. Thank you for the way you tend to me. Thank you for the way that you take care of me. Thank you for the oil that you pour over my head. You are more than enough for Lakeisha. You are more than enough for Lakeisha. You are more than enough for Lakeisha. You are more, my God, I stand in need of nothing. You are so wonderful. You are such a wonderful God. You are such an amazing God. You are such a powerful God. I thank you. I owe you so much. I owe you my life. 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 My God, I owe you my life. I owe you my life. You are my present help. You have been my bridge over troubled waters. My God, I dare not complain. I dare not complain. I bless you. I worship you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you, Lord God. I glorify you, Lord God. I glorify you, Lord God. Can we just spend a few more minutes? Just make it personal. Just loving on him. Just thanking him. Just blessing his name. Just magnifying him. My God, he has been so faithful to Lakeisha. My God, you have been my present help. My God, you are all that I ever need. My God, you are that and so much more. My God, you revived me. You redeemed me. You set me free, Lord God. And I just want to say thank you. And I just want to bless you. And I just want to praise you. And I just want to glorify you. My God, you are such a good, good. We setting the record straight this morning. We are setting the record straight this morning. No matter how people have lied about our God. No matter how people have talked about our God. He is so good. He is so faithful. He is so intentional. My God, he is perfect. My God and my Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for your Son. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We lack absolutely nothing. And we bless you. And we praise you and we magnify you and we glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you. My God, you are so faithful. 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 You are so, so, so faithful. My God, the word of God says enter into his court. You don't have to even... Baby, you don't even have to have permission. 
Can I tell y'all something? Can I tell you what I act like? Can I just be real with you? Can I just, you ain't gotta have permission to get in your daddy's face. You ain't gotta act. So let, let me show, let me show you how I act. And I, when you, when you understand your authority, my mother was a CEO for years. My mother was CEO over six mental health student centers. And so she was the big boss. She was the head. She was the numero uno. She was in charge. And anytime I showed up to her office and I needed something, I bad I bypassed all protocol. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. I buy I would bypass all protocol. I would walk through the door. I was never rude. I would speak to the staff. I would say good morning to the receptionist or the secretary. I would not wait and I would walk directly into my mother's office. I did not care if she was in a meeting. I did not care who was there. And my mother said, you just walk right in here. Will you just walk right in here? I said, my mother is the CEO. My mother is the person in charge. I'm bypass I'm your daughter. There are rights to being your daughter. There are rights to being your daughter. There are rights to being your daughter. So this is your daddy. This is your father. My God. The scripture says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. You don't have to wait. You, your proper protocol is praise. Your proper protocol is worship. You don't have to beg him. You don't have to, Lord, please. No, get into his presence. Get into his presence. Act like he is your God. My mother would say, you just walk in here. You just walked in here. I threw my hand up. You just walked in here. You don't stop at the desk. You don't stop and talk. No, this is my father. This is my daddy. You got to know who you are and who you are. See, the enemy will have you so timid towards the things of God that you will not stand in your boldness. Yeah, my daddy God owns absolutely everything. He don't own just the cattle. He owns the hills. He owns the mountains. He owns the valleys. So when I walk, and my kids, my boys act the exact same way. They act the exact same way. They do not care where I am. They don't care if I'm preaching. They don't care if I'm in my, my Bible study. If they need me, they are humble. They are sweet. They are loving. They are serving. But if I am on the scene and they need to get to their mother, ain't no uh, armor. And my people know this. Ain't nothing to keep them from getting to me. And they walk boldly in that. My God, that's my mother. My God, that's. That's my mother. I don't care who she preaching. I don't care who she teaching to. I don't care. And all my people know to let them have their way. Because if they're trying to get to me, God, my God, if they're trying to get to me, if they're trying to get to me, ain't nothing standing in the way. Ain't no police. Ain't no security guard. So when you come before your father this morning, you don't come Lord, can I? No, you come boldly. You worship him. When I walk in the office, used to walk into my mother's office, I'm coming in the door. I'm just telling you. I'm coming in the door. Come on. Hey, mama. Not, not, hey, mama. Hey, mama. Because you are my mother. This is your father. You come, but my kids, my kids ain't coming timid. My kids coming through the door going, that's my mama. I don't. I could be on the stage before millions. My adult sons know this too. If you need to get to me, my crew know you nothing. My, this your daddy. This 
it's your daddy. You come before him. It's a fuck. My y'all gonna make me spill my coffee. Let me take my voice down a few notches. It's a false sense of humility. It's a it's a false sense of humility. It's a false sense of humility when we don't come. It says enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. That's your greeting card. That's your call. You come boldly and worship your father. You recognize that this is your dad. Yeah, it says come boldly before. Find that scripture. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Be, come boldly Boldly before the throne of grace, not timid before the throne of grace. The only way you become timid before your father is because you don't know your righteousness. You don't know who your daddy is. You don't know that you've been set in a position and a place that you can come boldly. When Jesus came, there was no... There was no, he came bulls, goats. There's no sacrifice. There's nothing else you can, you have to do. There's no protocol. You can run to him. You can rush to him. You can throw yourself at his feet. There's no proper protocol. There's no set way to do this. The set way to do it is it come boldly. <laughs> come on now. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Come boldly. Don't come timid. Come boldly. <laughs> So Hebrews 4 and 16, so let, therefore, let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace and a help a need. Break all protocol and do whatever you got to do to get to your father. That's why I worship him like I worship him. That's why I praise him like I praise him. I'm coming bold. I'm coming bold. I'm running into the face of my father. I'm letting him know how I feel about him. I'm not asking permission. I'm getting in his face. He's a sovereign God. He's a just God. When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that went your permission. My God, you said as joint heirs. You said as joint heirs. You are joint heirs to Jesus Christ. You are joint heirs with Christ. So if you are joint heirs with Christ, why wouldn't you act like Christ at? Woo, my God. Why wouldn't you act like Christ at? Romans 8 and 17 says, now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, this this the part right here. Come on, Holy Spirit. Speak to us. This the part right here. If we share in the sufferings, come on, y'all. If I share in the sufferings, if I share in the sufferings, why wouldn't I share in the glory? If I share in his sufferings, if I'm going to suffer, why wouldn't I share in the glory? See, when my mother, let me just help you. When my mother went to graduate school to get her master's, I shared in her suffering. I shared in her suffering. See, my mother went back to school late. My mother made some sacrifices to get where she was. So when, when she got back to go get her master's, I shared in her sufferings. I had to babysit. I had to watch my sisters. My mother worked two jobs. So if I shared in the sufferings with her, if I shared in her process with her, if I walked through this thing with her, if I made sacrifices as well, why would I not share in her glory? Why would I not be 
marked in the glory. Why would I not receive the fullness of all that's due to me? Come on, Holy Spirit, teach this thing. So it says if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in the glory. We may also share in the glory. So it's a false sense of humility. Now, if that's your personality, that's fine. But it's a false sense of humility. Lord, I come before you with fear and with trembling. No, I'm coming before you bold. 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 I'm broken and contrite, baby, because I, but I'm bold. And the reason that I'm bold, let's go to the next part of that verse. Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and grace and help in the time of need. I'm coming before you bold because I need your mercy. I'm coming before you bold because I need your grace. I'm coming to you bold because I need your help. And because I know I deserve these things. I know these things come with being in Christ Jesus. So when I know these things come with being in Christ Jesus, I'm coming before you bold. I'm coming before you bold. I'm coming before you bold. I'm not coming before you timid. I'm coming before you bold. I'm, you might have to take your wig off on this one. You might have to pull the front lace to, you might have to do something. You might have to throw your shoes off. You might have to do something to break protocol, but I'm coming before you bold. I'm not coming before, I'm coming before you broken. I'm coming before for you in my mess. I'm not coming before you timid because I need to be rescued because I need to be saved because I need to be changed because I need your help. And the scripture said, he's your present help. Come on now. He's your present help in your time. He's your present help in your times of trouble. So if he's my present help in my times of trouble, Psalms 46 and 1. There, that, that for the for Psalms 46 and 1. For a song of God, my song, this was a song. It says, God is our refuge, strength, and our ever present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the air earth is transformed and the mountains are toppled in the day. We're not going to fear. Why? Because God is my present help. So when I come before your throne, I'm coming boldly before your throne of grace. I'm coming boldly before your throne of grace. I'm coming boldly before your throne of grace because I understand that you are my present help in time of trouble, right? I need mercy. I need grace and I'm in a time of need. And can I be honest with you? There is never a time when we are not in a time of need. As a matter of fact, this is what the scripture says. <laughs> my God, this is what the scripture says. That there's, I'm, <laughs> my God, this is what the scripture says. I'm never in a time where I don't need God. That's why your prayer life is so important. That's why you understanding who you are in Christ Jesus is so important. Every morning I get up, Lord, I need your strength. Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need your mind. And then I receive it for today. I'm not going to be fearful of my father. This is my father. Father, I'm not going to be timid acting with my father. I'm not going to be hiding myself from my father. See, I, I, when I hide myself from my father, that's the foolishness of the stuff that they did in the garden. That's that's the deception. That's that's the insecurity. That's the fear talking. My daddy, if I really know who God is, I already know he knows what I did. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. 
I already know he knows what I did. So what am I hiding for? What am I ashamed of? I already know. If I really know who God is, I already know. So I'm going to take my broken, contrite butt. I'm going to take my lawless butt. I'm going to take my sinful butt. I'm going to take my hurt butt. I'm going to take my insecure butt. I'm going to take my worry butt. Boldly, right before his throne. Right before his throne. Because I'm in need of help. And I'm needing mercy. And I'm going to need grace. And I may not even know what to pray. So I'm just going to press my way in. Come on now. Come on now. Y'all share this video this morning. I'm just going to press my way in. I might not even know what I said. Romans 8, 26. This is why I'm going to press my way in. Come on now. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Because <laughs> I might not know what I need. I might not know what I say. need to say. I might not know how to articulate it all. I might not really know how to pray. But I'm going to come boldly before his throne. I'm going to come boldly because I'm waiting patiently. That's what the scripture says. Back it up. Romans 8 and 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, yet we wait patiently for it. See, when I come boldly before his throne, I'm telling him I'm in faith. I'm telling them I'm receiving brand new mercies and brand new grace before that day. When I come boldly before his throne, it says, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we ought to pray. But the Spirit himself, Karen, but the Spirit itself, Nisi, this is why the Holy Spirit is so important when I don't know what to say when I don't know what to do. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what I need. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what I need. So this is a time for you to dump every problem. Come on. Every circumstance. Come on now. This your dumping ground. This I hope this the morning you pour it all on him. I hope this the morning you break all protocol. See, I'm trying to teach you how to get your prayers answered. I'm trying to teach you how to pray prayers that make sense. The Holy Spirit is dealing with us, coming outside of protocol, coming outside of yourself, breaking and forth into something. Come boldly before. He says, but when I do not know what to pray, when I do not know what to say, Karen, when I do not know what needs to come out my mouth, the Spirit himself intercedes for what's going Going on inside of me is too deep for words. My God, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. My God, because for what I got going on inside of me, Latanya, it's too deep for words. It's too, it's too great for words. I can't express myself. See, that's why the prophet thought Hannah was drunk at the altar. What Hannah was experiencing and going through was too deep for words. It was too great for words. It was too overwhelming. It was too consuming. My God. So when I don't know what to say, I come boldly. Let me define boldly for you. I'm getting out of here today. <laughs> Let me define boldly for you. Let me define, give you a definition of what it means to be bold, confident, <laughs> courageous, showing a willingness to take risks. My God, my God, confident, courageous, showing a willingness 
to take risks. I don't care who accepts this. I don't care who gets this. I don't care who understands. I don't care if they don't get why I take my shoes off before the Lord. Boldly becoming confident, being courageous, pouring out my life before God so that I can receive a fresh oil, boldly, courageous, confident, and willing to take risks. My God, willing to take risks, willing to put myself in a circumstance or a situation to take risk. My God, Lord, I'll take a risk for your glory. Lord, I'll take a risk for your healing. Lord, I'll take a risk for brand new mercy. Lord, I'll take a risk for you. I'll take a risk for your oil. I'll take a risk for your oil. I'll take a risk for your positioning. I'll take a risk for your feeling. I'll take a risk to dwell with you. I'll take a risk for your peace. My God, you risked everything else. You would risk for anything else. Now I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to take a risk to be in your presence. I'm going to take a risk to be, be with you. Let me share a dream that I had. Let me share a dream that I had with you. My God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for, let me share a dream that I had for you. Um, there was a dream and it was, a. my husband was still alive when I had this dream. And I just remember there was a bunch of turmoil in the nation. And there was a group of individuals. And as I was, we were in the, the process with the individuals, they were, asking everyone to make a decision. If you made a decision to follow them, they would put you on the bus and they would take you to safety. Well, when we um, got up before the decision makers, there was a man, there were two, three men, they had machetes in their hand and you had to proclaim whether or not you were gonna serve, worship, go where they told you, but the other thing with that was you had to denounce your relationship with Christ. And we were sitting in this room and my husband is there and my children are there and we get into the room. And as we go into the room, the men are there and I guess people, different people are responding and they're just packing this people. They're just packing people on the bus. They're just packing people on the bus. They're taking people away. People are going away to safety. People have made a decision that they'll go with them. And when I get in the room and it is my time, <laughs> it is my time to tell them whether I'm going to go or whether I'm going to continue to worship my God, continue to serve my God, continue to be bold for God. I drop down on my, I don't say absolutely nothing. I drop down on my knees and I lay my head down and I hear my husband scream, baby. But I had made the decision that I will serve Christ. I had made the decision to be bold in this dream, to be bold for the things of God. Like I heard my husband scream. That was the thing I woke up to, baby. Like I had already made a decision. There was nothing else to discuss. There was nothing else to talk. I had already made a decision to be bold for God, to be bold for the things of God. And I just knelt on my knees, bent my head down. And they were, I'm talking about, I could feel the 
wind of the machete. I could hear my husband scream, but I had made a decision to be bold and to live in the things of God. That's what it means to take risks, to press into his presence, to get outside your feelings, to move. I just made, I, I, I just had made, that's the level of boldness it takes. My God, it's the sacrifice. Remember Paul said, I'm going to die daily. Remember that's what Paul said. I'm going to die daily. I'm going to kill this flesh daily so that I can receive and come into the more of God. I'm going to kill. I'm going to die to this thing. I'm going to die to myself. Jesus Christ said it back, said, if any man follow after me, pick up your cross. Deny yourself and pick up your cross. Well, when I boldly become before my God, when I understand who my God is, when I come big, when I come bad, when I come bold before God, I'm breaking all protocol. I'm not doing anything according to what other people are doing or what they're saying. Now I'm walking boldly in who my father is because I trust my father. Let me tell you something. It's not about you. It's about the, my God, I hear you this morning, Lord. It's not about you. It's about what you have established to be the truth in God. Do you really believe that God is God? Do you really believe that God will rescue you? Do you really believe that God will save you? Do you really believe that God will protect you? Do you really believe that the Savior lives? Do you really believe he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities? So when we boldly come before his throne of grace, we are like Hannah was in the temple praying feverishly. We are like the woman with the issue of blood was. She broke all protocol to get to her healing. We will break. We will become bold. We will take risks to get what we need. My God, if we know God is where our vision and purpose lie, we will take risks to get what we need. Why? Hebrews 4 and 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Can I tell you something? You are always in a time of need. God loves for us to depend, to trust in him. God loves for us to place our trust. God loves for us to be broken and contrite. God loves for us to worship. God loves for us to recognize and to understand and to get in grasp that he is supreme ruler of the universe. My God, yeah, Dana, am I willing to follow him no matter where he leads? If I'm gonna come boldly before his throne of grace, I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna be confident and who God is, my confidence is not in myself. My confidence is, that is a false sense of, yep, you're going to go to work. Yep, you're going to do some work. Yep, God is calling you to do some things. But your confidence is in who he is. You know who your daddy is. He know, you know who your daddy is. You know, without a doubt, this is my dad. This is my Father, he owns the entire universe. He loves me. He's intentional with me. My God, this is who my father is. He knew my name. He blew breath in my body. He made me a joint heir of Christ. So why would I not come boldly before his throne? Why would I not come boldly 
before his throne? Why would I not put my trust in him? Why would I not have my faith in with him? Why would I not understand he is God? Yeah, come on. Come on, woman of God. So you said, I don't care. They don't understand. Yeah, I'm going to lay on my face. I'm going to press into my presence. Why? Because I need way more of you than I need of myself. That's it. That's it. That's that's all I got this morning. That's that's all I that's all, yeah, that's all I got. That's that's all I got. I'm going to come boldly. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we obtain mercy and find grace and help. Be confident in the fact of who you are in Jesus Christ. Reminding yourself consistently, right? Receiving. Learn to be a receiver. Father God, we receive your breath. Lamentations, what is it? Lamentations, lament. I think it's three and twenty-three, somewhere in there. I might I'm probably off on that. When it says you receive brand new mercies every day, you receive those daily, right? So when I boldly come before you, I enter into your gates with thanksgiving, I enter into your course with praise. I'm gonna take a risk for this no matter what I feel like. I'm gonna take a risk for this no matter what I feel like. I'm taking a risk for this. I'm all out there because I know my brand new mercies are in you. I know when I don't even know how how to speak or say the right thing that that the Holy Spirit will make intercession for you. So I'm going to run to you. I'm going to run to you. I'm going to run to you. I'm going to run to your face. I'm going to run into your presence. And I'm not going to do like they did in the garden and hide myself from you because I know I have no need to hide from myself from you because you are God. You understood me. You created me. You foreknew me. You predestined me. My books were already written out before me. You already said what you said, my God, in the name of Jesus. So a few things. We're going to get into Hannah. I promise y'all, I have not forgot our prayer targets. It's just God keeps routing and revealing more. Can you see how he's setting, setting the stage to build up our prayer life, right? We still got to deal with a few more things in submitting to God. We got to understand how unforgiveness can hinder our prayer life. We got to understand how to push past the pain. We got to understand how to be bold before our God, not walking in a humility that does not look like, sound like, or act like God. My God, yeah, he's your daily bread. He's your reasonable portion. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for plate for for teaching us how to be more bold in the things of Jesus. Father, forgive us for not coming boldly before you. Forgive us Forgive us for not being bold. My God, you did not give us a spirit of fear. You did not give us a spirit of <clears throat> timidity. You gave us a spirit of power, a power of love and of sound mind. That's what you gave us. To operate in power, to operate in love, to operate in a sound mind. And to operate in power, love, and a sound mind is to boldly come before your throne, to boldly know who you are, to stand in our righteousness in Christ Jesus. Father God, forgive us for walking in false sense of humility. We do not have to beg you for absolutely everything, anything, because you already promised us everything. So why would we act like we were slaves when you really called us to be servants. Help us to live greater in you. Help us to live 
more bold in you. Help us, Holy Spirit, to live and walk by faith. Take the scales off our lives. My God, you said remain in me as you remain in you. Uh, remain in you. And you'll remain in me. Lord God, we remain in you. Prune us this morning. My God, cut off the dead things in our life. My God, cut off the dead things. Throw your hands up this morning. Throw your hands up. Give him permission. Father God, cut off the dead things in our life. Cut off the dead things in our life. Anything that doesn't honor you. Anything that does not glorify you. Anything that does not look like you. Cut off the dead things in our life. We drive out the wedge. We drive out anything that's been standing between you and standing between us. Cut off the dead things in our life. My God. Anything dead, anything deeply rooted in our hearts, anything deeply rooted in our minds, anything that does not line with you, up with you, cut off the dead, amputate it now. My God, cut it up to the root, pluck it out, pull it out, pull it out, pluck it out. Whatever it is, dead. Whatever it is, dead. Whatever it is, dead. Whatever it is that's not producing life, Whatever it is that we've turned a blind eye to, show it and reveal it to us today. Give us the strength, Holy Spirit, to walk away from it. I drive out the spirit of condemnation right now in the name of Jesus. We will walk in what freedom has been given to us in Christ because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. We drive out, cut off the dead relationship. Cut off dead jobs. My God. Cut off dead manner of living. You came so we could have life and have it more abundantly. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we walk in our freedom today. Prune us, oh Lord. Prune us, oh Lord. Burn up the chaff. Cut off the cut off indecisiveness in our life. We will not be lukewarm any longer. Cut off indecisiveness in our life. Cut it off in the name of Jesus. Drive out every force of darkness. Anything that has led us, left us, left us to be lukewarm. That's left us to be a left us to be indecisive. Cut it off now in the name of Jesus. Cut off dead people. Come on, Karen. That's real. Cut off dead people that don't add to your value, that don't know your value. Cut them off. Cut it off. We got to start speaking boldly before. We got to start aligning ourselves. Cut it off. Cut off anything. And do not be afraid to lose that which is dead. You got to be pruned so you can grow. You got to be pruned so you can grow. The only reason you don't come bold is because you don't understand your righteousness. Cut off anything in me. My God, I'm giving you permission. When you pray like that, he'll do it. Cut off anything. Cut off anything attached to my life. Don't let me go into partnerships, into contracts. Don't let me cut no deals. Don't let me make no new friends. Don't let me go into places you don't want me to go. God, my feet. My God, that's it. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. No, you're right, Cameron. It's not personal. It is not personal. It's about purpose. Can I show you? Can I give you this? And then we're going to go. Y'all know I love to make things make sense for you. I was sitting one day and I'm, I was not. I'd see things. <laughs> I was not sleep. I was sitting one day. And as I was sitting there, um, a vision passed before my eyes. 
And the Lord showed me I was dragging. <laughs> I was dragging someone. Like I was trying to pull them into faith. I was trying to pull them into believing what I was believing. I was dragging them. And as I was dragging them, it was wearing me out. I need you to hear me on this. I need you to hear what I'm saying. As I was dragging them, as I was trying to pull them, as I was trying to get them to commit, if I, as I was trying to get them to see what I saw, as I was trying to get them to believe what I believe, I was dragging them and it was wearing me out. They cannot live off your faith. They cannot, like you cannot drag and pull people to believe. Your job is to live a life by the Spirit. Your job is to intercede and your job is to be the living epistle, the example. He showed me pulling this particular person and as I was pulling them, it was wearing me out. And really what it was, was it was a spiritual assignment against me. It was a spiritual assignment against me. So as I was trying to pull on them in the flesh, as I was put, trying to pull on them in the flesh, um, my it, it was not spiritual. I was trying to pull on them in the flesh. I was not allowing the spirit to go do the greater work in within. So when the vision passed before my eyes and I saw this, the Lord said, you cannot afford to do this. This is going to slow down your momentum. This is limiting your faith. They're not going to get developed in their faith. You cannot convince them or make them see what you see. You cannot convince them or make them hear. One of my daughters did it best for me. She said, can I say this to you? And it liberated me and me free. it freed me. She said, you have already, that's what my baby told me. She said, you have already taught all of us intimately connected to you. You have already taught us absolutely everything. That's what my baby said. She said, not only have you taught us, you have also led by example. It is time for us to stand up in what you taught us. It is time for us to walk in the things that you have taught us. There is nothing else for you to do. When she said that to me, it's like it unlocked everything inside of me and it gave me permission. See, when you have a heart for people and you're a fixer, you don't want to leave. You don't want to feel like you're leaving people behind. But when people won't receive or when people are in a different place or people lack vision or people in fear and worry and all this other stuff, you'll almost put yourself in a position or a deficit trying to pull those people along. I'm just being real. You almost put yourself. So the best thing that you can do is lead by example, love them in the place that you're supposed to love them, call on the name of the Lord, continue to be in service to them, continue to be in love, but you got to keep moving. <laughs> You got to keep moving. You got to keep pressing your way through. You being the example is going to be better for them than you trying to pull on them in the spirit and dragging yourself down. It's like if somebody is drowning, right? If somebody is drowning and they're fighting you, they will actually tell you to let that person go because while they're fighting you, what's going to happen is you're going to put yourself in a position 
or a place for you to drown. You're going to put yourself in a position to drown and you can't afford to drown or ain't nobody going to get what they need. Let's go. Father God, thank you for your word today. Two things. If God places you, places it on your heart and tells you to partner with this ministry, please go so. Please go so. Please partner. Drop a seed. Go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can sow there. Cash app us. Dollar sign. LMJ Ministries. What ministry you can sow there as well. My second thing to you is if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, and this is not for you to be brash and ugly. I need to say this because I feel the Spirit telling me to say this. This is not for you to be brash and ugly towards them. Most of the time, people don't even recognize that they're being resistant. People don't, people don't even know that they're, they're just caught in a cycle, right? They're not trying to do something to you. So don't come with offense. Don't do that. This is a thing for you. This is about you. This is your personal walk with God. This is whether or not you trust your prayers to be answered. This is about your faith. Do you trust that every time you pray for the people that you're praying for, that it's going to manifest? So let me give you this because I want to get out of here. I'm, I'm, I got to get down this time and honor him. If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry. I'm asking you to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. We want to send you some information. We want to continue to disciple you. My God, thank you for being here this morning. Continue to show up. God is, God is peeling back the layers. God is prepping us. My God, this is about to be the greatest show. On. Can I tell you something? Can I just say this? Can I leave this with you? And then I'm going to speak the priestly blessing over you. This is about to be the greatest reveal on earth. Ringling Barnum and Bailey Circus will have nothing on what God is about to reveal. They will have nothing on what God is about to reveal. Let me speak the blessing of you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, I'll see you back here in the morning, 5 a.m. Bring somebody in. Hey, if you've been missing um, Ladies Bible Study, you need to go join that group. You need to go join that group. That's a private group, and God is doing something in that Bible study. I love you. God loves you. 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 See you in the morning. Love. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.